Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Kicking with Kaz. Today we're going to talk about why I would suck Nancy Pelosi's toes. Oh my God, dude. I almost gagged just thinking about... (laughs) Dude, do you think she makes her husband suck her toes every time, right? He's like, Nancy, I can't keep making these insider trades. Do you even want to suck my toes on Wednesdays? Oh, don't take that away from me. That's the only joy I have in life. Ugh, it's gross, man. Dude, I got to come in with notes next time. I'm just, dude, I'm not going to lie. This is like my 15th time trying to get this episode right. I would start saying words, except I would just, uh, my tongue would fall out of my mouth. It would go out the side, dude. I think my body thought I was having a stroke every 15 seconds, but it's fine now. The only podcast on the internet where when you subscribe, I come to your house and personally tongue punch your fart box. I go, I go. Right? You click that subscribe button. Next thing you know, you're going to have me at your doorbell. Ding, ding. Who could that be? Pull him down. Pull him down. I'm here. I'm here to perform a service. And if you don't want it, I don't care. (laughs) Some of you are listening. You're like, is he really going to come to my house? Hit that subscribe button. All right? Fuck around and find out. That's what I like to tell my children. I don't have any kids. My metaphorical children. Metaphorically. Well, I mean, I talk to my kids. Every night I pull I pull my pants down and I talk to my nuts in the mirror and I go, one day you guys are going to be great. But right now you're on... <laughs> I go, but right now you're on hold, okay? If you don't talk to your sperm, you're not a good father. All right, I don't care what anybody says. Everybody's like, but they're not a kid yet. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever, dude. They could be. They might not be. Who cares? The point of the matter is, is that you need, to, you need to motivationally speak to your sperm every single morning. You need to look them in the mirror right? You need to pull your pants down. And if you're in, and if you got eggs inside of you, you need to talk to your eggs. Cause I'm sure they get lonely every single night. You gotta, you gotta look at them and you gotta go one day. You're going to be a winner. Today's not your day, but one day you're going to have a race and it's going to be a day and you're going to want to race to that finish line. All right. But if you see a piece of plastic at the front, when you pop out, if there's a hole in it, I swear to God, don't go anywhere. <laughs> if there's a hole in the condom, You stay put, all right? That's not your race. That's not a race you want to win. The only race you want to win is that when you see there's no blockers, all right? 
There's going to be a clear finish line, and you're going to race to it. That's the day that you need to race. Oh, God, dude. My knees are hurt so fucking bad today, dude. Um, They're literally on fire. Not because I've been like sucking dick outside of a CVS, but I've been training for a half marathon. If you wouldn't, you know, if this is your first time here, um, I didn't want any of you to come in here thinking that I'm sucking dick outside of a CVS. Not that there's anything wrong with sucking dick outside of a CVS. Y'all got to start somewhere, you know, eventually you'll move up to the Walgreens of the world, you know, then maybe one day, you know, you could suck dick behind an Apple store. That's when you know you made it. That's the big leagues, you know? You get an iPhone 14 and a blowjob. Hell of a day. Fuck, man. (laughs) Dude, that's a good day, man. That's a good day. Why did I say that? I mean, obviously, you know. You knew that I was training for a half marathon if you've been here, obviously. I wouldn't, like, come on here and start talking about, you know, my knee problems uh, that are involved with, you know, sucking dick or something like that. I don't know. Are knee problems involved with sucking dick? I'm sure if you're, I mean, if you're on your knees a lot. I mean, you know what, dude? There's there's a lot of workers out there who are on their knees a lot, you know, like construction workers, people in like, you know, high labor places. They're on their knees a lot and they're always complaining. But you know who I don't see bitching? Um, sex workers. I don't see them bitching at all, dude. Not once, dude. You ever hear a sex, work, sex worker be like, my knees? No, not once. But then you hear these guys, you know, they're like fucking, they're like welding pipes and building fucking skyscrapers and they're like my knees shut up all right shut up you don't see you don't hear bethany bethany's been on her knees since 83 you don't see her complaining but you're over here oh this metal hurts my knees shut up sick of it (laughs) dude sucking dick outside of a cvs dude who's sucking dick outside of a cvs now man i haven't seen any but dude nobody's sucking dick in alleys anymore i haven't seen it in a while I've not seen it in a while. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm not putting myself in the right situations to where I would get the opportunity to get my dick sucked uh, behind a CVS, dude. Who's getting their dick sucked behind a CVS? Somebody with class. That's how, I'll tell you that much. A Walgreens would be preferred. I, pr- I would prefer a Walgreens, but a CVS, no, you know, nonetheless. Outside of a Publix, that's definitely a step down. But, you know, whatever. Whatever. Everybody's got to start somewhere, like I said. It's, um, I kind of came into today's episode with no notes, if you're curious. Um, I kind of just wanted to see what, what would happen if I just let my mind kind of run off on its own little trail. The only reason I normally come in with notes is because of the fact that my, normally the trail that my mind likes to go on is an Appalachian trail. Speaking of inbreds, the queen died. Um, <laughs> the queen is dead. Should we have like a moment of silence? Maybe I'll say a few words here. Let me look something up real quick. Let's see. Um, copyright free British music. I mean, like, you know, we want to give our condolences, but you know, everybody has a price. I'm not fucking, I'm not using non-copyright free music. That would be insane. My condolences. She was a great lady. Um, you didn't look that inbred. That's pretty big. Uh, and your teeth were like regular sized. That's it. That's all I got. That's all I got. Um, I would kill the dude. I would love to be royalty, man. Just never, you never have a problem in your life ever, right? Sometimes you got to kill Princess Diana. You know, she starts talking. She starts, right? She gets her mouth going. She starts causing problems. Sometimes you got to kill some people. It's whatever, you know, they get in your way, whatever. You drug the bodyguard. He goes 65. He goes double the speed limit into a light post and your problems are gone. Sometimes you listen the queen did what she had to do. Don't 
be mad at her. It happened. Whatever, dude. It's in the past. She did what she had to do. Dude, you know what was really funny about the the royal family too? Is when Meghan Markle was like, they're racist. And everybody was like, <gasps> what? An inbreeding royal family isn't inclusive? They're like, what do you mean they're not diversive? Or diverse. What the fuck, man? Get your dick out of your ass. See, this is what I'm saying, man. This is the shit that I was telling you about why I couldn't start the episode. I was sitting here saying like diversive and, and philanthropopolis or something like that. I don't fucking know, man. What the fuck? What I, what I meant to say is what do you mean the royal family doesn't care about diversity? Their entire goal was to keep the bloodline clean. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, what the fuck, man? What do you mean? They're not inclusive? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? It was tough for me to sleep last night, to be honest with you. Um, because I couldn't stop thinking about just like, you know, the queen and how she um, was asleep forever. I had to put on like sleep sounds, dude. I was listening to, like the sounds of the rainforest and shit like that. I actually, real talk though, um, I actually can't fall asleep. I don't understand people could like fall asleep to like these, you know, they have like this, these like generated sleep sounds or something like that. I'm laying in bed. I'm trying to fall asleep. And then like all of a sudden, even if you do manage to fall asleep, dude, you're awoken at like 2 a.m. But you know, you hear like a monkey masturbating in the distance. He's like, <laughs> and I like, I'm like, what the fuck, man? I think there's like a monkey in my closet and I wake up. I'm like, what the fuck happened? And this monkey's like screaming on this rainforest, right? Dude, they're like the rainforest. It's relaxing. There's nothing relaxing about the rainforest at all. Some of these ones, they're either, they're either, they're either not realistic or very un, like I'm, I'm not able to like sit there and listen to them and like actually like get in the mood with it or whatever. Like I'll just be like laying in bed and I'll be like, I'm like, what the fuck was that, dude? Or better yet, they'll have like the the sounds of like the the city. They'll have like the city sounds or something like that, which is so I don't understand why anybody would like would like want to fall asleep to like the sounds of you know like the New York nightlife or something like that. But it's not even like the New York night. I don't know if you ever listen to these; they're very unrealistic. And all you hear is like you hear like the occasional like honk, and like just like random cars going by on like a pebble road or something like that i don't fucking know apparently they think this is like 1860s britain or something i'm not sure but and then you'll hear like dude one time i heard like horses going by i'm like when did they record this during the renaissance i didn't really know what was happening i want a sleep sound while i'm laying there and all of a sudden you know you hear in like the alley next to you you hear someone be like hey that's my purse <laughs> that's my purse you know or so something of that nature where you know you hear it and you're like ah like did i hear it am i close enough you know, should I intervene? It's none of my business. Maybe I, I should probably close my window and shut my blinds and pretend like I'm asleep. Like, like there's moments like that in a city where people don't understand that. You know, I've had moments like that. You see things, you see things happen and you go, do I get involved? You sh No, most of the time you don't, right? I want a realistic night, you know, outdoor night city life sounds. That's what I want to fall asleep to, Okay. I want to be laying in bed and then all of a sudden about 1 a.m. when I'm listening to this little sound thing, right? I'm, I'm dozing in and out of sleep and all of a sudden I hear, they're like, hey, that's a nice watch. Oh, yeah, I just got it last week. You mind if I try it on? No, I'd prefer if you didn't actually. <laughs> I'd prefer if you actually didn't try my watch on. 
no, I want to try. What do you think? I'm going to steal your watch? I mean, you know, it's, I don't know. There's like three of you. One of me. I'd, I'd kind of, I'd prefer if the watch was on my wrist, actually. Uh, if you would like the time, I could give that to you. Uh, but other than that, you know, I'm good. <laughs> That's what I want to hear, right? You hear that in the alley. You hear someone, help! You go, fuck, man, I got to shut these blinds. I can't let them know I'm here. <laughs> yeah, but those sleep sounds. Do you think when the person makes those sleep sounds, do you think they're like, do you think who even posts those sleep sounds? Do you think they're like really into it, you know, like an album drop or something like that? Like, do you think the guy who like, you know, how they get like the ocean sounds or something like that? Do you think he's like sitting at like, like sitting at night? Just like, do, do you think they like put a mic somewhere and just like, just let it like sit out there for like a while? And like collect the sounds or like, do you think they have like a guy who like sits out there and just like holds the mic? Right. Do you think he just like lays next to the, to the microphone on like, on like a beach night, like, like late at night on a beach somewhere. He's like laying next to the microphone, right? One big wave comes in. It's like, whoosh. He's just sitting there. He's like, oh God, that was fire. <laughs> God, that was so fire, dude. Right. He's like showing all his friends. He's like, ready, ready. He's like, look at this. He's like, he's like, listen to this. And they're like, they hear it. They're like, whoosh. Like, dude, no way, bro. We're making out of the gated community. Holy fuck. <laughs> dude, this is it, bro. He's like going around. He's like, this is my new producer tag. Listen to it. He like it's just brown noise. <laughs> it's just it's just fucking brown noise, dude. It's like, that's my producer tag. They're like, dude, this is fucking fire. Bro, is this Metro booming or brown noise on the track? Like, literally, I've literally could have fooled me. This is fire. <laughs> do you think they love their craft do you think they like wake up every day and this guy's just like fucking stoked he's like i'm gonna go fucking dude i'm gonna go make so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go make such sick brown noise right now dude he like goes up to his friends he's like dude did you did you did you listen to that box fan sound i sent you pretty fucking fire right three hours dude yeah i fucking killed it yeah i might get a grammy you never know man might be the first ever sleep sound grammy man you never know it's revolutionary one guy combines a box fan with brown noise they're like dude what Holy fuck, man. Are you fucking Mozart, dude? You're a genius. Holy shit. <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> How'd you think of it? I mean, I was just sitting there, right? And my box fan was going. I had my box fan in the corner and I was playing my Brown Noise track. You know, the one that I won three, eight, three Grammys for. Of course, of course. I was winning, I was winning my Grammy-nominated, Grammy-nominated Brown Noise. I was listening to that and I had my box fan in the corner. And I just, I thought to myself for a second, I go, what if I combined them? And I did just that. Somebody in the corner, they're like, he is God. <laughs> he is, he is the chosen one. He is the Messiah. He is the one who speaks. He is the one who walks. He is the one who puts you to sleep. They start calling him the Sandman because of how good his sleep sounds are. <laughs> it's the Sandman. Yeah, settle down, settle down. How did you think of Brown Noise 4? Well, a true artist never reveals a secret. Oh my God. Oh my God, I want to fuck him so bad. He's so hot. <laughs> He's so cool. He's so cool. Sleep sounds. He is, the, he is the sleep sound man. Do you think he loves his craft? I like to think that he loves his craft. I like to think that this guy, listen to me. I like to think like, uh, like, for example, like me, like when I like sit down here, like I enjoy, like I'm loving this right now, right? You think he wakes up every day and he like, you know, he opens his blinds and he's like, dude, fuck. He's like, I can't wait. I can't wait to record a box fan for four hours today. Like today's the day. He's like, he's like, this one's going to be even better. He just sits next to it. 
He's just like sitting there, dude. The fan, like the fan, like, you know, like it's been going for like three hours and like three hours and like 21 minutes. It makes like a slightly different noise. And he's just like sitting there. He's like, holy fuck. Holy fuck. This is the one, man. <laughs> this is. Do you think he loves? It? I think he loves his craft. I think he enjoys it, man. I mean, how could you not? You know, you got to love what you do. You got to love what you do. And I think he does. Yeah. There's some things that, you know, you know, you got to like listen to to go to sleep. I don't know. Why does that work for us? You know, our ancestors didn't need fucking our ancestors didn't need brown noise and fucking three ambient just to go to sleep every night. Why do you think about that every once in a while? Maybe change your life. You fucking loser. (laughs) I was kind of calling on myself there, to be honest with you. I can't. Dude, I'm a terrible sleeper. I would not have been able to. I've actually, I would have been really good as like a, like in the, in, in like in the ancestral days, dude, because everybody, you always need to be on like alert. I sleep terribly, dude. I would have been the one like every dude. I hear like one little footstep. I would have been like, I hear one little footstep, dude. I'm up. I'm up, man. I would have been like, I would have been up. There's definitely some type of something in me that was born to be the one that would be up first to alert the, to alert the village and be like, I got three lions outside right now. They'd be like, how did you know? I go, I heard them. I was asleep. I heard them from three and a half miles away. And they go, how do you do it? I go, it's a gift. <laughs> and I do it. I would, I would be the one in the village, seriously. But now it's just, you know, and now it's just fucking useless. And it doesn't, it doesn't bring, it, it, actually hinder, it actually hurts my life more than it helps, if anything. Because I'm just trying to go to bed. I'm trying to go to bed, but my, the, my genetic makeup inside of me is like, what if there's a lion outside? I go, we live in Chicago. I go, I go, this is 2022, but my body thinks it's like, you know, fucking 1100 BC and I need to be on red alert at all times. And I can't blame it. You know, that's my body's makeup. It's my body's composition. Everybody, you know, everybody's special and unique in their own way. And that's, what's important. I think we forget that a lot. Everyone's special and unique in their own way, except majority of people are fucking stupid. I actually, to be honest with you, I used to think before I started posting on the internet, I used to think that most people were smart and everybody I used to, I literally, if you asked me before I started posting stuff on the internet, you would have been like, do you think most people are smart? I would have been like, yeah, nobody's stupid. Everybody's smart in their own way. And everybody, you know, um, contributes to society differently. And although you might not be able to see these things that they do, and although some of them might not have a huge impact, trust that they matter. Dude, ever since I started posting on the internet, I truly believe 90% of the population is brain dead. And I don't like, and the reason I say that is because like, I will post clips that are like severe, like obvious satire, you know? Like I posted recently, I had a clip blow up on TikTok for the podcast um, that brought a lot of new listeners, which is fantastic. And the clip was me saying something along the lines, you know, it was from last week's episode and I was making a joke and I was like, I don't know which way south is. I was making a joke about GPS. I literally, before I said that, by the way, I said the Jeep, I said GPS is the antichrist. And then I followed it up with, I don't know which way south is. And then somebody in the comments goes, how do you know which, not know which way south is, you fucking moron? Hey, Kyle, look over your head. I think the joke went right over it. You fucking idiot. God, you stupid cunt. They're like, don't you know which way south is? Do you know which way a library is? Go there, okay? Since you know which way south is, why don't you follow south and find the nearest library? Fucking need it, you dumb cunt. Some people are so stupid, man. They really are. It's unbelievable. Hold on, I need to um, get a sip of roux here.
by the way, I'm still, I've still been drinking energy drinks. Even though I told myself I was going to quit, but I kind of, I decided like the energy drinks, they bring me so much joy in life that I decided that, um, I kind of, I made a little self-calculation and I decided that global warming, the way, the way that we're going with global warming and like climate change, I feel like that's probably going to kill me before the energy drinks do. So I'm kind of just rolling the dice to see who, which one wins first. I'm rolling the dice on climate change. It would suck if they like find a solution for climate change and then the energy drinks are like, you know, then I start having like heart arrhythmias. That would suck. But I'm kind of betting on, I'm kind of betting on climate change to kill me first. So <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at right now. Um, I don't know where you're at in your life, but that's where I'm at. I'm kind of at the point where, you know, these, I just can't let the energy drinks go. They're coming out with so many, so many companies are coming out with so many good flavors with so many good, with so many, with so many of my favorite chemicals in them that I just can't, I can't resist. <laughs> They're just too good. Have you guys tried these new artificial chemicals? I mean, oh, fuck, man. Oh my God. They're so fucking good, man. The more cancerous, the better. That's what I say. That they, they have the better flavor in them. Have you tried these artificial sweeteners, dude? It's so... Doesn't it suck that the ones that are the shittiest for you have like the best flavor, man? There's like... The, I mean, the, I swear, dude, one day they're going to put out a drink. They're like 50% chance of getting cancer. But I guarantee you that that drink is going to taste absolutely fantastic. It's going to be the best drink you've ever had in your life. It's going to be taste so fucking good. But you're going to be like zero cows, right? That's my new favorite thing. That's been like the new wave recently of like health shit. Everybody's like, it's got zero calories. I mean, it could give me like... Um, like chlamydia and like AIDS and a, a possibly a stroke, but it's got zero cows, zero cows. Who gives a fuck, man? Zero cows. You could literally, you could tell someone, you could be like, this could give you cancer. They're like, but it's got zero cows. It's got zero cows though. This could literally give you a stroke. It's, it literally says on the back of the can could give stroke in two to three months and they go, but it's got zero cows. It's not possible. It's got, it's got zero cows. There's no way. You can make a drink called diet chemo and people would be like, oh my God, zero cows. This is crazy. It's so insane. <laughs> oh God. Zero cows. Zero cows, zero cows, zero cows. What else was I going to talk about? Let's see. Um, oh yeah. Speaking of TikTok, dude, they took a video down of mine because once again, we had a video taken out last week. Now we have a video done taken this week again because I said, I said penis and genitals. And TikTok took it down, dude. You can't say penis or genitals. Hold on, wait. I want to post this on TikTok. Let me restart this. You can't, apparently on TikTok, you can't say P-E-N-I-S or G-E-N-I-T-A-L-S. Can't say either of those words, apparently. Can't say those words on TikTok, apparently. Okay? I thought, dude, those are medical terms. What if a doctor has like something important to tell the community and he has to like beat around the bush, right? He's like, you know, Next thing you know, these doctors are going to be on TikTok. Just like, does your anaconda don't? Well, then take Viagra. <laughs> does your anaconda don't know more? Well, your anaconda will, whether or not you want it to after you take this. <laughs> my Anna, dude, I'm terrified of Viagra. I don't ever want to take that in my life. I don't think I ever could, you know? Because they always say in the commercials, they're like, if you've been... You wrecked for more than four hours. Dude, if I've been hard for more than like 11 minutes, I'm going to start to get a little worried. <laughs> be like, this can't be good at all. This can't be good. Right? Why is four hour the mark? You know? Dude, if that happened to me, how do you even walk? How do you do? How do you like, they're like seek medical help or whatever. What do you do? You got to go to a doctor. You walk into the doctor. What do you even say to the doctor? Right? I, gotta, I go up to the girl at the counter. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to be so discreet. I don't want to just blurt it out loud. So be like, hi, sir. What's going on today? I'm going to be like, I'm... 
I'm, I'm not even going to know what to say. I'm going to have to look at him and be like, I'm fucking... I could be honest with you. I'm rock hard right now. Security? No, 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 no. Don't, no, no, don't bring that. No, security? No, what, don't, don't get them. What are they, are they going to, no. Lady, I'm bricked up. Security? No, no, no. What are they going to, no, stop. What are they going to, are they going to grab it? Stop. Don't do that. <laughs> are they going to grab it? Don't let them grab it. Don't let them grab it. Don't tell them to grab it. Why would they grab it? I go, I'm hard and I'm not even horny right now. She goes, sir, is this some sick joke to you? I go, no, no, no. I don't even like, no, like I'm hard as shit, but I'm not even horny looking at you. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. <laughs> No, 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 like you're a beauty. No, like you're a beautiful lady. I'm not saying that I wouldn't. Not that I would either. Not that I would want to either because this is a professional place, a professional place of work, and I don't, and I wouldn't want to. And I'm not saying that I, and I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to hook up with you. Not that I'm saying if we were, at, if we were at a bar and I saw you at a bar, um, I would definitely ask for your number and possibly, you know, want to hook up with you we, with your consent, of course, obviously. Um, you're a beautiful lady. Um, not that I, you know, I would hook up with you. Not that I'm not saying I wouldn't hook up with you. I'm just saying, like, you know, there's a lot of people. This is a hospital. We're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna hook up. We could hook up if you want me, you know, if this is gonna make if this if this would make honestly make my boner go away, I would I would I would be uh, obliged to that. As long as the medical community permits, um, I will. I will do it. How dude, what when you go to the <laughs> when you go to the doctor with Viagra and you've been hard for like four hours. What do they do? They just like deflate your penis, they like stick a needle in it and just start sucking the blood out or something? Um, what else do we want to talk about, dude? I had, let's see. By the way, this is Monday too. This is Monday. Episode comes out Tuesday because my stupid little ass. There might be some parts in here too where if you're watching on YouTube, if I have like a different outfit on or something like that, that's because that was recorded from a different day. And because my dumb ass, dude, so for some reason, my blood pressure has been acting up. I see it as an inconvenience. My doctor sees it as a medical emergency. We don't see eye to eye on this, but it's i'll just be randomly every once in a while i'll wake up one day and my blood pressure will be like 160 over 100 if you don't know about blood pressure just know that it's uncomfortably high and it's not good for your health and so when it gets that high i'll just be like i will like i i was trying to record the episode like this was like a few days ago this episode specifically, I was, I was trying to court episode 49 and I was literally, I think I was like maybe five minutes in. Then all of a sudden, dude, I was rewatching the recording. I keep, I kept nodding off and I would keep like falling asleep or like about to fall asleep. And like halfway through, I had to go and lay down for an hour and a half. And I was like, this is so weird. Like what's going on? Like, <laughs> I was like, this is so odd. And like, I literally took my blood pressure that morning and yet it didn't even occur to me that that might've been the issue. That why I was like exhausted and like couldn't even get up uh, uh, off the couch or like, like I literally couldn't even, I could barely keep myself awake and I was just sitting there and I was like, this is so wild. I wonder what it could be. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I wonder what's happening right now. This is so weird. I don't, uh, nothing, uh, nothing's, uh, there's nothing going on in my life that could be causing this. And dude, it's my blood pressure. And I don't know why the fuck it's been doing that. It's been so weird recently. It's just been, it's been like, it's been fluctuating today. It's been okay. It was semi all right over the weekend. I think it's back to normal, dude. I don't know why it just jumps up out of nowhere. It's insane. It doesn't even make any sense. I mean, it's weird. It's really, really weird. But yeah, my doctor and I don't see eye to eye. I just kind of see it as like sort of like an inconvenience if I'm being honest with you because like it sort of just hinders me from like what I want to do and like when I want to, you know, record an episode of something of that nature. Like I'm like, oh, fuck, my fucking body's trying to kill me again and I'm just trying to better my career. Like what's going on right now? <laughs> what else do we got here? Let's do, Um, it was just 9-11. That's not, I mean, that's not like funny, but I, oh, I want to look up. 
things that you could do in an airport pre 9-11. I thought that would be interesting to take a look at. At the airport, you used to be able to walk up to the gate at the very last minute. You did not have to have a boarding pass. All you had to do was go through the security checkpoint, no questions asked, no ID needed. Dude, wait, what? Wait a minute. They weren't checking ID pre-9-11? What the fuck were they doing? Were they just going off an honor code? What? This is like stupid. What? I mean, this is ridiculous. Dude, they like check ID at a hotel and you're f about to get on an aircraft. They're like, are you Anthony cause some guy looks at them? Not even me. They're like, sure. They're like, have a safe flight. What the fuck? You don't need a boarding pass. You're just a dude. I mean, I hate to say it, but no wonder. I mean, something terrible happened. Like, I mean, they were just letting anybody on. They used to allow knives up to four inches in length on board an aircraft. This is insane. Oh, then in 2003, they allowed some pilots to carry handguns on board? In April 2003, apparently, they thought it was good ideas to let pilots carry firearms on board. Yeah, no, let's let, let's let somebody shoot a firearm. What are they going to do with a firearm? Wouldn't it be smart just to like fully screen someone and take care of the problem? Before somebody got on the plane, they could possibly do damage instead of just like they stand up and they're like, I have a knife. And the pilot kicks open the cockpit door. He's like, I got a gun. Let's see what happens. Fuck boy. <laughs> right. He's shooting the gun. They land the plane. Everybody, they get on the news. They're like a terrorist was stopped on today's flight. Um, there was also eight people murdered. Uh, the pilot didn't have that good of aim. I'm going to be honest with you, but he stopped the... T I mean, I guess he saved some lives, but he also ended a few. Uh, I'm not really sure if this was the answer. They could have... <laughs> I mean, this is... I mean, obviously, nowadays, it's smarter. You know, you get you get rid of the problems with TSA and everything before you get on the flight. But this dumbass... I mean, they were given... They just thought there was a good idea to give pilots... Why is... Listen to me. Why... Why is it whenever it involves some type of violence that happens in like the U.S., their answer to it is always, what if we just give more people guns? Why is that? I mean, dude, it's the same thing with school shootings. They're like, what if we just gave the teachers fully automatic, fully semi-automatic rifles? I feel like that would solve problems. What? And right, same thing. In 2003, they were thinking the same way. They were like, 9-11 happened? All right. What if we gave the pilots... Semi-automatic rifles. <laughs> oh, you're in a you're in a flying metal contraption, thirty thousand feet in the air, and you need to stop a threat. We'll just start spraying an assault rifle. You'll hit them eventually. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, once it's the same thing with school shootings for real. They're like, why did you get into teaching? They're like, well, I want to shape the youth. And they're like, what if we let you have a semi-automatic rifle? <laughs> what? What if you, every day, had to worry about being the first line of defense? What? No, I don't... I don't even like guns. Well, you better learn to love them. Because there's a lot of shootings happening. What if you, like, try and stop it at the source? And, like, what if, what if we... What if we try and care for these kids more and have more mental health problems? No, 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 no. That's ridiculous. You should have a frag grenade in your desk. You know what fixes mental health? Hand grenades. Ah. <laughs> uh. If you got a terrorist, listen, why, right? I like how their first way to start fixing all these problems where they were like, 
they had to like sit down and they were like, all right, we don't want it to take a while to get on the flight because that would be a hassle. You don't want to go through a metal detector. What if we just gave the pilots, I don't know, a few sniper rifles? Wouldn't that, I mean, I don't think that would be a problem. Or better yet, what if we gave every passenger that we felt were a good person, right? Then we would give you a Glock to put under your seat just in case. Why enjoy your flight and feel safe the entire time knowing that security took care of the issue beforehand when you could just not pay security enough money and instead just give everybody a Glock? That's much safer. That's a good way to handle all these things, dude. What is it? That's crazy that still in 2003, that was their first line of defense. Like, that was their first thought. Like, this should solve our problems. Why did they ban liquids, though? Let's see. Um, British authorities disrupted a terrorist plot to detonate liquid explosives on board 10 commercial aircraft from London to various cities in the U.S. and Canada to disguise these explosives as soft drinks in 500 milliliter branded plastic bottles. What's weird, though, is they still let you... They still let you bring 3.4 ounces or less of a single liquid. So apparently, as long as you have a small bomb that's not big enough to cause a, a large enough disruption, you could bring it on the flight. That is a little weird. <laughs> right? They're like, 3.5 ounces? No, that could take out the right engine. And you're like, no, it's only 3.4 ounces. Oh, that's fine. It'll only take out a passenger or two. Go ahead. Bring it on. Um, bomb sniffing dogs in 2008 were ramped up. I always get terrified when those dogs walk around the airport, dude. I get so afraid. I'm like worried that I accidentally shoved like a, a TNT up my up my anal cavity. Like I know I didn't, but every time the dog walks by, I'm like, did I accidentally stick a frag grenade up my ass before I left? Like, <laughs> dude, I always get so fucking scared. I don't know if anybody else does this. I literally, dude, I start beating sweat every time a, a bomb dog or a drug dog walks by, like I start fucking profusely sweating and like beads dripping down for me because I start sitting there. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm like, holy fucking shit. Like, do I, did I, am I, did I, did I snort cocaine this morning? I, I don't remember what I did this morning. I'm not sure. Did I put, holy fuck. Did I, did I actually put cocaine in my gums? I mean, I'm, I, there might've been cocaine in my toothpaste. I don't read the label. Holy shit. Does Colgate, does Colgate have cocaine in it? Should I be? Is that why I get so excited after I brush my teeth every morning? I'm way too energized. I think there's cocaine in my toothpaste. I'm fucked. This this bomb dog is gonna tackle me in this airport, dude. I get, I get, I start making things up. Or sometimes I get scared that I don't, I didn't take something out of my backpack before I get on the flight. Like I get so fucking terrified because I already have the problem. Is is I get. Like, I'm terrified of, I'm not a flyer. It's, I have to mentally prepare for a flight. It's, it's like, I have to, like, I'm fine on the flight once I get on there. But, like, going through TSA and shit, dude, I get so fucking nervous, man. And I start freaking out. And, like, as my bag is going through, like, the x-ray, dude, I watch that shit. And I'm, like, looking at my bag. And I'm, like, as I'm, like, going through the metal detector, I'm, like, holy fuck. I'm, like, do I have... I'm like, I might, I might have ketamine in my bag. I'm not sure if I took it out. And then I'm like, I've, I've never even seen or touched a, a, anything, any ketamine in my life. Yet I'm walking through this metal detector and I'm like, there could be three kilos of ketamine in my bag right now. And I would have no idea. Like, right. Or better yet, they're like, take your laptop out of your bag. I'm like, did I accidentally download a bomb? I might've, 
I'm not, I mean, I don't think I did, but I do go on some shady websites. There could be a bomb on my laptop. There was actually one time, I know I, I was, I think I was making jokes about this last week, but this was actually a real story. The last time I went on a flight, I accidentally had a razor in my bag and the guy was actually super cool about it. Uh, luckily he was like a young guy for TSA and he comes up to me and he's like, is this your razor? I go, oh my God, I'm so fucking sorry. I don't, I don't know what I, I'm so sorry. Dude, I almost started like crying. I was like, I don't know. what, I don't know. I was, I was going to shave. I meant to shave. You could literally throw it. You could just throw it out, man. Throw it out. The guy was like, it's fine. I'll just, he's like, I'll just take the blade out. I was just letting you know that you can't have this. I go, I know. I fu- I'm sorry. Cuff me. Cuff, put him on me. I don't deserve mom. I'll see. Get a lawyer. Get a lawyer, mom. I'm going downtown. He's like, what are you taught? I don't even, he goes, I'm just going to throw the blade out. I go, cuff me. Cuff me. What is it? Three to five? Am I going to do three to five? I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I didn't know. I think I think some child might have put the weed in my bag. He goes, there's no weed in your bag. I just, I'm going to throw the blade in the garbage. And then here's your, you could take your razor back. Like the handle. He goes, it's fine. I go, all right. And then he goes, and I don't know if you noticed this, but you also, um, you put shaving cream in here. Uh, you can't do that. You can't have that in your bag, so I'm gonna. And then I like cut him off, and I'm like, I don't know. I go shaving cream. <sighs> oh my god. I go, mom. I'm doing 15 to 25. All right, I'll send letters. I'm sorry. <laughs> the guy's like looking at me. He's like, I'm just gonna throw the shaving cream out. It's okay. Um, everything's fine. And I go, really? He goes, yeah. I go. There wasn't a bomb on my laptop. He goes, what? I go, nothing. Have a nice day. (laughs) No, dude, I get so nervous. I'm a nervous little, I'm a nervous Nelly when I get on a flight, man. All right, let's do some uh, advice or something like that. Get over here, Mike. There we go. Oh, that feels way better. Okay, let's see. Let's do some advice. I screenshot a few, I think. All right. Advice with cause. Don't fucking. This is don't. Everything I say is either legit advice or it's a joke. I'm not telling you which one of it it is. You have to figure that out for yourself. First one, I want to study abroad in Korea. Should I? Yeah. Yeah. You should study abroad in Korea. Of course, you should explore the world. South Korea. If it's South, if it's North Korea, definitely don't do that. If it's North Korea, definitely don't go to North Korea. Or go to, or go to North Korea. Honestly, go to North Korea. Go to North Korea if you want. I mean, probably go to South Korea. Probably don't go to North Korea now that I'm thinking about it. You know. North Korea, is it, is it bad? Some, some may say, is it good? Probably not. Meet a nice Korean boy or gal or they or them. I don't care. As long as they're Korean, meet them, meet them, say hello, start a family. I kind of want to do that, right? I want to go out there. I want to go to Korea, go to South Korea, meet a nice Korean woman, right? Young Korean lady. Maybe we start a family together. Maybe we do, maybe we don't, right? Maybe there's like a language barrier. She thinks I'm funny because I'm a stupid little American. I'm like, I am a stupid little American. And she's like, let me show you my family. She's like showing me her family. She's like, look at him. Look how stupid he is. And they're like, oh my God, he's fantastic. Marry him right now. Then we get married. We have children. Um, this all happens in 24 hours. We get married, have children, start a family. I live this wonderful life with my wife in South Korea. I never learn a lick of Korean. We don't understand each other at all, but we understand each other emotionally. That's what's important about it. I'm going to meet this woman and we're going to understand each other emotionally, but we're not going to speak a word of English to each other. We're just going to understand each other emotionally, right? 
I'm just going to look her in the eyes. She's going to look me in the eyes and we're just going to soul bond. That's what's going to happen. Um, I'm never going to understand what she's saying and she's never going to understand what I'm saying. But isn't that the beauty of a good relationship, right? The less you talk to each other and the less you communicate, the better the relationship truly is. I mean, that's that's the key to a long-standing relationship is whenever you have an argument or, or honestly, if you never understand what each other is saying, that means you'll never have an argument ever. You'll literally never have an argument. It's physically impossible. You'll never have an argument with one another and you'll kind of just live together and you'll kind of just have this wonderful, beautiful life that a lot of people don't get to experience, but you will. You will get to experience. And I think that's a great thing. And I think that's beautiful. And I think that's wonderful because you, I'm excited now. I think I'm going to book a flight to Korea and I'm going to meet a Korean woman. I'm not going to speak the language and we're going to lock eyes and she's going to be like, oh my God, you're my soulmate. And then we're going to get married on the spot. Of course, now I could lock eyes with a woman and stare at her for a little bit too long in Korea. And she's going to be like, why is this American man staring at me? He's probably going to try and murder me. And then she, you know, that she's going to call the police and then I'm going to get locked into South Korean jail. But it's really, it's the, it's, it could go either way. And I'm really hopeful and excited and curious, curious. I'm curious. You got to stay curious. And I am curious. I'm a curious little cat. And I'm curious to what would happen. You know, you got to roll the dice every once in a while and you got to really explore and do different things and do things that excite you and possibly scare you and take you out of your comfort zone. Am I going to be comfortable in South Korea not knowing the language? No, I'm not. But once again, I'm going to meet a nice Korean lady. She's going to look at me. I'm going to look at her and we're going to have a beautiful family together. Her dad's not going to like me though. Her dad's not going to like me. He goes, he's an American. He's a comedian. He's a piece of shit. We don't like him, right? Something of that nature. I don't know. That's just what I assume. The mother, she's going to like me on the side, but the mother's going to like me a little bit too much. Maybe I have an affair with the mother. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Maybe I have an affair with this mother. Maybe I don't have an affair with this mother. Maybe the mother speaks English. She's like the translator between me and the me and my wife that I just married like literally three hours ago, me and the wife. Then the wife goes to the bathroom and mom's like, I need, I need to have you. Bing, bang, boom. I cheat on my wife. I have an affair. We get a divorce. We don't have children. I leave Korea. I come back here. It's a story to tell to my children later when I actually have a wife and a family. Maybe I do marry this girl in Korea. I don't know. But this is about you and it's not about me. I forgot that I was telling, giving you advice. Go to Korea. Meet a nice Korean boy or gal or whatever the fuck you're into. I don't care. Meet them. Or maybe just go there, have sex, get drunk, get crazy, or don't do any of those things. Maybe just learn about the culture, go to libraries, do that. You know, maybe just become better with one, right? The best way to experience a culture is to experience the culture, is to have the experience. Eat the food. Sleep with the guy or gal or whatever. Sleep with them, eat the food, have a good time, have a fun time, explore, explore your sexuality, do what you want, go to South Korea or North Korea. I honestly don't care at this point. In the beginning of this conversation, I was going to tell you to not go to North Korea, but honestly, North Korea is coming around. They haven't done anything that bad in a few past couple of years. What have they done? They haven't nuked anybody. They were lying. That was just a joke. They were kidding. They haven't nuked anybody. It seems like the people are kind of happy. I'm not sure. I mean, at least that's what they tell us, right? They go, our people are good. They're happy, right? I, I heard they don't have a lot of food there, but I mean, you don't need that much food, right? We have too much food in America and everywhere else, right? You don't need that much food. You're fine. You'll be fine. You probably won't die. It's okay. Um, yeah, go over there. Meet a Korean person, nice Korean person. Start a family in North Korea. Maybe, maybe don't. I don't know. I don't know, but I did hear, you know, you get in North Korea, you can't get out. So there is that to think about, right? If you go in, you can't get out. So that's kind of sucks. You're kind of stuck there. Um, but you know, other than that, I think it's good. I think it'll be good for you. Yeah. I think you should go to South Korea, North Korea, go to all the Koreans, go to get, 
grab the Koreas, go to every single one of them, have a fun little trip out of it. Go to the Soviet, go to the, um, go to Russia while you're at it. Maybe Ukraine, maybe stop in Ukraine on the way there. Um, if you want to meet some people, meet some different people. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Go to Korea. Do it. You should totally should do that. Um, somebody said, I love DILFs and older men, but I'm only 16. Okay. So that's a problem, right? That's a problem. And you've, uh, you've acknowledged that that's a problem and we're going to address that. Um, don't right. Let's not, you know, date people your own age, right? Let's wait till we're 18. Right. Okay. Let's start there. Just want to get that off the table. Um, I'm happy that this question was the other way around where somebody, you know, sent in something and they were like, I'm 35 and I love a 14 year old girl. <laughs> not that that's not that that's funny. That's not funny. That's gross and disgusting. That's a pedophile. Right. Um, but realistically, I mean, statistically pedophiles probably listen to this or maybe not. I don't know. I don't know how statistics work. Do you think a pedophile listens? They might listen. <laughs> Fuck if I know. I hope pedophiles don't listen. If you're a pedophile and you listen, stop touching the kids. That's not cool. Okay. All right. Don't do it. Go be a priest like the other, the rest of them, but then don't touch the kids. You know what I'm saying? They can't get away from it, man. Okay. If you listen to this podcast and you're a pedophile, stop listening to the podcast and stop being a pedophile, right? Or stop being a pedophile and keep listening, right? At least share it with friends. Don't share it with your pedophile friends. I don't need pedophiles listening to this, right? I don't need that. I don't need that mad mojo. But anyways, back to you. You're 16. You like DILFs. No, you don't. You like the idea of the DILF, but then you, then you find out they live in a studio apartment because they got divorced three times. And you go, what's for dinner? And they go, Kraft mac and cheese. And you go, ah, I don't know about this. And then you're scared and it's dark and you're 16. And now, now, you, now you have a case. Now you have a case and you got to go to court. It's not worth it, right? It's not worth it. Forget about the DILFs, right? Look at the kids your own age. You're going to be like, they're immature, whatever. Everybody's immature at some point in their life. You just have to deal with it and you have to settle. Don't, if you, listen, find somebody your own age and just settle. That's really what you got to do. Don't look for something better. Just settle. Find somebody in your hometown, settle, marry them, have a few kids, start doing pills at 35. Don't reach for the stars, just settle. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So don't go for the delves. Don't go for the adventure. Go for the 16, 17-year-old guy right somewhere around your age. You're like, he kind of sucks, but you know, apparently he's going to maybe have a good job, hopefully, so he can support the family and you settle. That's what you should do. Um. <laughs> That's what you should do. Don't reach for the stars. Reach for the grass. Reach for reach for the nearest reach for the nearest guy you could find and say, "Let's do this thing." I don't really care at this point. Do that, right? Yeah. Don't chase your dreams. Chase the guy next door. Chase the guy next door. Yeah. No dilfs. Okay. Disappointments. Don't find dilfs. Find disappointments that you could marry. There you go. All right. What's next? That was great advice, by the way. You're welcome. How to get into running? That's a good question. Well, first of all, you got to hate yourself. I mean, if you don't hate yourself as much as you possibly can, you're not there yet. Second up, you either got to hate yourself or you have to have severe debilitating panic attacks every single day to where the only way to stop it is you have to start running. That's literally the only way. I don't know any other way to get into running. I've heard some people they get into running because they like want to better their health. I don't know how you do that. Um, but I got into running because I was having, because I would have panic attacks every single day. And now I could function like a human in normal society because I run 50 miles a week. So is what I do healthy? I don't know. I mean, what is healthy, right? Healthy is a, what do they call that? What's that word for that? 
Healthy is an opinion, if I'm being honest with you. What is health, right? Oh, run, but don't run too much. Eat, but don't eat too much. Because you drink water, but don't drink too... What is health? Health is a facade. It's not real, right? If you want to start running, start running. Just get out there, okay? The best way to start running, though, if, you wanna, if you're being completely honest with you, is you need to go a little bit insane, right? You need to be a little bit mentally ill because if you're not mentally ill, you're not going to start running. Because why would you start running if you're, if you're loving life and you're just living and you're kicking and everything's fantastic? That would be silly. If I felt great about myself, I wouldn't run every day. That's stupid. <laughs> if, I, if I was feeling good about every, every decision that I made and every opportunity that I was doing and everything that I was doing in my life, do you think I would keep running? No. <clears throat> no, that would be insane. No. If I felt good about myself and I woke up every single day just happy as a clam, guess who's not fucking running? This guy right here. But I wake up every single day and I go, oh my God, the world that we're living is in a hellhole. And then I got to go run 10 miles and I go, okay, that was a little dramatic. Let's calm down, right? That's what I do. That's how you got to get into running. If you're not at a point in your life where you are severely mentally ill, why are you even talking to me about running? Why are you asking, oh, do I need to start running? No, you need to start fucking thanking the good Lord for how great your life is. I mean, holy shit, you wake up every day and you don't want to jump out your window? Congratulations. Forget running. Go, I don't know, go fucking, go, go try and get a Nobel Peace Prize or something. I don't know. They should be giving you shit for this. They should study you in a lab. I mean, holy fuck. You're telling me you wake up every day and you're just stoked? Good for you. Fucking shit, man. Good for you. Good for you. I'm happy for you. But anyways, yeah, I'm assuming if you ask me how you get to running, um, listen, um, you got it. You got to hit a rock bottom is what I realized that that's what brought me into running is you really got to hit the bottom. If you're at a place where you're like in between rock bottom and like possibly going up, definitely dive deeper until you hit rock bottom. And then you're going to want to run just because if you don't run, you're going to think about like cutting your skin off and that's not a good option. So you want to get out of bed and you want to run. And you're going to want to run. So the best thing I could say, if you want to start running, here's the real advice. If you want to start running, then drive your mental health into hell. Drive it into the fucking ground. And then one day you're going to wake up and you're going to say, if I don't run, I'm going to end up in a psych ward. And then that's, that's when you're going to decide to run. And then you're going to become a runner and it's going to better your life and you're going to do better. Right? Now, physically, you're going to feel much worse. Your legs are going to kill. Your knees are going to feel like you suck dick outside of a CVS, but you are going to feel mentally better for like three hours a day. The rest of the day, you're just going to feel, you feel just as shitty. You feel just as terrible about yourself and it's not going to be any better, but there's going to be three good hours, sometimes two. Sometimes it's only an hour and 15. Those days suck, but maybe an hour and 15, you could have a, you're just every day you get to look forward to that good hour and 15 minutes that you have. That's, and, and that's what you live for. You live for the hour and 15 every day and the rest of the day is just hell. But that's what running brings you. It gives you that good hour, 15 minutes and you feel good about yourself. And you get to tell people that you run and then they go, wow, how do you do it? And you go, ah, you know, I just care about my health and you lie, whatever, because you don't want people to think you're insane, obviously. And that's what you tell them. Yeah, that's my advice. Okay, take it with a grain of salt, of course. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? How to live, laugh, love in these conditions. I think I, I feel like I just answered that with the last one. A little bit of advice. How do you live, laugh, love? I decided everybody always wants to know how to live, laugh, love in these conditions. I've decided to just laugh and live and kind of thrown love out the window 
Um, honestly, barely, honestly, I've kind of thrown live out the window as well. I'm kind of just focused on the laugh aspect of it. Cause as long as you're laughing, you're living and it really doesn't matter if you're loving, you know what I'm saying? Like if you, as long as you're laughing, you're going to keep living and it doesn't really matter where the love's coming from. If you don't love it, laugh about it, right? If you're not loving it, laugh about it and you're still going to live it. It doesn't matter. That's good advice. Yeah, there you go. There's your advice. Is it wrong that I'm a 19-year-old female who hasn't been in a relationship yet? Yeah, I think it's weird. Um, I think you're a weirdo, a freak. I think you, you probably haven't been in a relationship because nobody loves you and you'll never be loved. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't. Okay, that was a joke. Fucking relax. No, I mean, that's, I mean, I don't know everybody nowadays. Everybody wants to be in a relationship. What's been, what happened with that, by the way? I feel like every fucking TikTok I see, everyone's like, I'm trying to find the one. Relax, dude. I'm trying to find number two through 99. That's all I'm focused on right now. Two through 99. I'm not looking for the one. Why do I want to find the one? Why do I want happiness and joy and, 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 and boring? What do I want to wake every day, wake up every day next to someone who says they value me and they cherish my time? No, dude. I do comedy for a living. I need material. What am I going to go on? What am I going to get on here every week and be like, hey, Hey guys, guess what happened this week? My wife loves me. Fucking boring. No, I want to get on here and I want to be like, Hey guys, guess what? My girlfriend tried to stab me last week outside of an Arby's. That's good material, right? I want to, I want to wake up one morning with a knife to my throat and I want her to be like, who's mom? <laughs> and I'll be like, that's my mother. And she'll be like, oh, sorry, babe. I thought you were texting another girl. And then she puts the knife down and we have coffee together and it's beautiful. Okay, those are good stories that I want to have with somebody. Those are good stories and moments that I want to have. I don't want to find the one right now. Everybody's so focused. What happened to... Everybody wants to find the one all of a sudden. What happened to having fun in your 20s? What happened to having a good time? What happened to meeting someone and, you know, in Cabo on spring break and you go, I'm never going to see you again, but let's have a good four days together. Let's love each other for four days and embrace one another and then split our ways and never look into each other's eyes again. But then when we're married and we're 65... And, you know, we're sitting outside on the porch one day and we're looking out on the sunset. I'm going to I'm going to remember Denise, who I hooked up with for four days in Cabo when I was 21 years old. And it's going to be a beautiful moment that I had. Why is everybody? I feel like everybody's looking for the one. They're like, I want to find somebody. I want somebody to love me. You people need to worry. You don't even love yourself. Why are you looking for somebody else to love you? Love yourself. Focus on yourself. Find yourself. Quit look trying to quit trying to find somebody else and find you. Look at the person in the mirror and find that person. Fuck everybody else. Literally and metaphorically, of course. Fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. I don't want to find the one right now. I want to be in bed, right? I want to get a call at 11 a.m. on a Tuesday with, you know, somebody's on the phone. You know, my girlfriend number 52 is on the phone. She's like, what the fuck? How do you not love me? I'm like, what? She's like, you didn't, you didn't say good morning until 1031 today. I expect those before 1030. And I'm going to be sitting in my chair at my desk and I'm going to be like, oh my God, this bitch is crazy. I love her. I love her. And those are the moments that I want in life. I don't want someone that's easygoing, gets me, understands me, understand my issues and wants to be there for me. What am I, 35? This is ridiculous. You people need to relax. Everybody wants to find the one. I want to be in a relationship. I'm lonely. Have you even fucking, have you even fucking played Mario Kart drunk at 11 p.m. on a Thursday? You haven't. And you need to do that. I don't think, I can't even explain to you the amount of joy that I've experienced 
um, just absolutely hammered on a Saturday night playing, playing Mario Baseball on my Wii with my friend. I don't think you understand the joy that that brought me. Do you think I was worried about finding the one, about finding a wife, and about finding somebody special that's by my life? But no! Because when you have someone special, then what? Oh, you want somebody that you have to ask every little thing about? You have to check up on them? You have to start worrying about them? Dude, I can't even take care of myself at this current moment. I'm barely doing it by myself. I don't want to have to be calling someone else and be like, hey, how you doing? How are you doing? Are your feelings validated? I, I just want to want to be validated by getting a knife to my throat when I wake up at 11 a.m. on a Thursday afternoon. I mean, I, that's what I want. That's what I want. So enough of this relationship stuff. You see these couples out there, right? Listen, I'm telling you right now, look me in my eyes. Look at me. All of you that are worried that I'm not in a relationship right now, but I should be because I see all these other people on Instagram, they're in a relationship. Yeah, sure. Instagram relationship. Sure. They look happy and they look fantastic, but behind the scenes, they're falling apart. They're all falling apart. I promise you. None of them are actually happy. And if they are, they're going to be, be divorced before 30. So don't even worry about it because they're going to be a divorce before 30, depressed at some bar somewhere. And you know what you're going to be doing? You're going to be living your best life, single, enjoying it. Who cares? Meet someone. Don't meet someone. Live your damn life. You don't need to be in a relationship. All these people, they want to find the one. Find two through 99 or two through a thousand. I don't care. There's no number on it. There's no nothing on it. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. This is life. This is not a prison. And I know people will be like, well, when you find the one, then your life gets even better. But what if you fuck up, right? What if you thought it was the one, but then three years later, you're like, she's a bitch. I fucked up. Now what are you going to do? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's just something to think about. And a lot of you don't want to think about it. But it's something to think about. Right? It's something to think about. Oh, it's something to think about. Yeah. But um, what was that question again? Is it wrong that I'm a 19-year-old female? No. To give your advice, no, it's not wrong. It means, it means you're not fucking... It means you're not just dating people to date people for no fucking reason. Right? And that's good, I guess. Sure. This one. This is a good one. I feel like a lot of people ask me this and I'm going to give it to you straight. Hey, cause how do you not give a fuck with people slash life slash et cetera slash 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 slash? That's a great fucking question. How do I not give a fuck? I used to give a fuck. I used to give lots of fucks. I used to give lots of little fucks, lots of little fucks. But then I realized that if I were to get hit by a bus tomorrow. Nobody would remember me in a year. Isn't that weird? If you were to get hit by a bus tomorrow, nobody would remember you in a year. Probably. Your family might, sure, whatever. Close friends, sure. But like, nobody's going to give a fuck. Nobody's going to care. That's a sad reality about it. Nobody's going to give a fuck. So that, when I realized that, obviously that could go a bad route because then you'd be like, oh my God, nothing matters. We're all going to die. And then you start acting all weird and crazy and shit. Don't do that. But what's good about it is that you could sit there and you could be like, oh my God, none of this literally matters. Like, okay. If you think about like not giving a fuck what people think, listen, you know how you not give a fuck what people think? Literally, you just have to sit there and have to be like, okay, let's really reel this in right now. What are you worried about? Some girl from high school making fun of you on the internet or something like that? Or like, oh, you're, oh, you want to post this or, you know, or, or you want to chase this dream or you want to do this. Or you want to start this job or you want to start this business, but you're worried somebody's going to make, think it's stupid. Well, you know what? That person's stupid. 
They're fucking dumb, dude. You want to sit here and make fun of people because they're all idiots. Everybody on deep down in the inside is insecure, lonely, and afraid. But they don't want to show it, so they make fun of you. Fuck them, dude. They're all losers. Doesn't matter. That's what you have to realize. Everybody deep down inside is insecure and afraid and scared. Even like the president of the United States. Um, yeah. Don't give a fuck what people think because at the end of the day, those people don't fucking matter. And I know it's not easy to do and it's not and it's difficult to do sometimes because you look at these people and you're like, oh my God, they don't care. You know, they're just going to make fun of me and oh my God, my life's going to go to ruins. What are you going to do? What do you think these people are going to come up to you and like call you names and shit? If they do, they're weird and that's kind of wild actually. It's actually kind of baller if they did that. If they did do that, like that's kind of baller, um, but they won't do that because they're stupid and dumb. And what are they going to do, right? Everybody's insecure in their own little way. Do whatever the fuck you want. You just have to remember, think about how everybody else, if you're like insecure, you're worried about what other people think, take that energy, put it, go into someone else's shoes, think that same way. And then you'll realize that everybody thinks the same at the end of the day. And any confidence that anybody has is really just a mask over the insecurity. Probably. I don't know. That could just all be a lie. I could have just made all of that up, but you know, whatever. Take it with a grain of salt, of course. As I said before. All right, I think I'm going to wrap it here. Um, congratulations. Uh, good bon voyage. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We're going to end it here. Um, thank you so much for listening. Like, subscribe, the YouTube, Spotify, Apple, leave rate reviews, uh, share with the friends, all that good shit. End every episode with two claps and Ric Flair. So can I get two claps? Hannah Ric Flair. Woo! See you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.